The weather is changing. It's getting cold out. You ever wonder, what's really in a pumpkin spice latte? I mean, I don't even know what a latte is, but a pumpkin spice one? I mean, can you actually make that at home? I think I'd like to try. Send me a recipe if you got one for a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, and you're listening to Lo-Fi Poly Sci. Lo-Fi poli Podcast coming at you. Michael Pickering here, talking about our famous question, what's going on in the world today? And let's jump right into it and get an update on things in Afghanistan. As the Taliban has officially stated, all foreign currency is banned in the country. People must use the Afghani currency in all economic transactions. Period. This is big for quite a few reasons, people. Number one, because it appears most people are using foreign currency. Number two, because the Afghani currency has very little value. Number three, because all cash reserves of the country are frozen overseas since the Taliban took over. Number four, there's a major drought and winter is coming. Number five, well, do you really get the point yet? The economy in Afghanistan is spiraling down and down and down. And the Taliban, who have admitted they know nothing about international finance and banking. Hence, they asked the previous government's workers in that industry to come save the country. But the Taliban, they don't know what to do. And the West, well, they are simply saying, you should have thought about that before you took over the country. And you should have realized you'd piss off the West by doing it in the way that you did it. So... Too bad, no luck for you. Because who holds all the Afghan foreign currency reserves? Who also controls all the global lending institutions? It's the West. I mean, let's be real here for a minute, Lo-Fi Nation. Afghanistan is about to be in the midst of a man-made famine. And people are going to start dying from malnutrition diseases caused from malnutrition, women and children are going to be disproportionately affected by all of this, and mass starvation is about to take place. The Taliban cannot fix this problem alone, and the West is so butthurt over the Taliban taking over in the way that they did. So the West wants to make a point here. And it boils down to this, listeners. How long is either side going to let this go on? How many people are going to have to die in this man-made famine just to prove a political point? I mean, this is messed up, people. This is really messed up. But right in, you tell us. What do you think out there? How soon will this end? Or is this not going to end? And we'll definitely keep you updated moving forward. But take a breath there, because... We know that was pretty heavy to start off with. Yeah, we know. Let's switch gears to something not as heavy, but still quite important. Um, But a little bit of good news. And the word is talks to restart the talks of the Iran nuclear deal will begin on November 29th. Good news, right? Good news. And yeah, if I worded that a little funny, that's because this is a bit of an odd situation coming in here. You see the Iran nuclear deal talks? They don't start on November 29th. Oh, no, 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 no. 
on November 29th, these are talks to see if the Iran nuclear deal talks will even take place. Diplomacy. That's a fickle thing, really, don't you know? You know, you have to talk to people just to see if you have anything to talk about? Question mark? Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Well, we will see soon enough, in less than a month, we should have a pretty good idea, a pretty definitive word on when, where, and if the Iran nuclear deal talks will really start off. So keep listening for that. And now let's switch gears to Thursday's edition of The Game. That's right, it's time for that lo-fi global trivia. Five fast-paced questions coming at you for that lo-fi loot, redeemable at the end of season four. And question number one, what is the tallest building in the world? And five, four, three, two, one. And it is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai of the UAE. And of course, the direct follow-up question, how tall is it? And five, four, three, two, one. Answer is 2,717 feet. Damn, that's tall. 828 meters for the entire rest of the world. That's 163 floors plus a basement. It's amazing. Imagine if the elevator goes out. How long would it take for you to walk up all those stairs? Question number three, though. Is the tallest mountain in the world taller than the tallest building? And three, two, one, because you don't even need a five count. You know that humans haven't built anything even close to the tallest mountain. And of course, question number four has to be, what is the tallest mountain and how tall is it? And five, four, three, two, one. Our answer, Mount Everest. I think pretty much most people know this. But how tall is Mount Everest? And it's over 29,000 feet and still growing. So, or you can also think that's 5.5 miles or 8,848 meters or 8.8 kilometers. Or you could stack the tallest building in the world on top of itself 10 times and Mount Everest would still be taller. Gotta love nature. And our last one, question number five. What's the longest river in the world? And how long is it? And five, four, three, two, and one. Survey says, oh, it's a controversy. Oh, I love this. I know you will too. Or you're going to hate it. It may piss you off, but still, I like it. This is so lo-fi good. Let's get into it. It used to be the Nile. Or still is the longest at over 4,000 miles long. So say it, the Guinness Book of World Records. So Guinness Book of World Records says the Nile. But the U.S. Geological Survey, part of the U.S. Department of Interior, says it's actually the Amazon at also over 4,000 miles. So a question to you, lo-fi listeners out there. And an extra credit opportunity for you. Oh yeah, right in. Which is longer, the Amazon or the Nile? And you better back up your claim in either direction that you go in order to get that extra credit lo-fi loot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is it? Amazon now? Amazon now? Right in. I'm curious your thoughts. But now, back to the grind. That is that lo-fi global news. Egypt's government is moving out of Cairo. Yes, indeed. The longtime serving capital of the country and really the ancestral capital of the country. Well, now, they're moving the government to the eastern outskirts, to a brand new, high-tech, smart city that will be able to hold around 6.5 million 
people. And this is pretty cool. I mean, really, buildings are going to be completely brand new. The superstructures, brand new. The the parks, the infrastructures, the roads, everything, super high tech. I mean, this sounds amazing. You know, I wonder if they're going to have those sidewalks that walk for you, you know? Like you see the airports, they have the walkways that just like move for you and you just stand there. Or if you stand there and you see people walking by you, it looks like they're running, but they're just, they're walking on the paths that are already walking for you. I would love that in a city. That'd be so awesome. Anyway, back to it. Still. This is only the beginning of a six-month trial period to see how things go in this new capital city. And really, I'm curious what this will mean for Cairo. I mean, surely, this is going to affect the city's economy in a big kind of way. And one would assume it would take away from Cairo's economy. So keep your eyes open on this one, Lo-Fi Nation. We surely will be. Now let's move on over to Portugal which we almost never talk about. Portugal, sorry about that. We'll work on it. But Portugal's president dissolved parliament today. What? Now, this is fascinating for so many reasons. But I mean, if we were in Tunisia, for instance, which this did exactly happen, people went crazy with speculation about a presidential coup in the country and the end of democracy. But it happens in Portugal. And everyone's like, meh, you know. They'll have it worked out sooner or later. They'll, they'll eventually have elections. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be fine. And they just move on with their day. You know, it's so weird. So completely weird how the exact same event can happen in one country, then happen in another country, and it's viewed completely different. Yeah, well, regardless of being Portugal or not, I'm keeping my eye on this one. Things like this always interest me, especially when they happen in countries you assume are consolidated democracies. And a last piece of news to send you on your way for the day. A 12-year-old girl from India, who's now 15, cared about the environment so much, she created a solar-powered bicycle cloth ironing vending cart. You get nothing more than that, Lo-Fi Nation. This is a fantastic story of innovation. Rewind just to hear me again if you need to, but that's it. This is a Lo-Fi must-read. And that is all I will say. And that's... Whoa, 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 there, Lo-Fi Nation. Before you hit that stop button and before you get along with your life, how about you sit yourself down for a second and let's have us a little unplugged moment. And let me just say, I hear you. So, so many of you right now. I hear you. And for those who haven't said it, I'm here when you want to say it. So many of you aren't feeling well. So many of you are exhausted, stressed, and looking like you're on the verge of just giving up. And let me just say, I hear you, and don't you dare. Those moments of doubt, they come to all of us. But when next they come to you, you remember the we that we be, all of us here, and you reach out and you will find me waiting for you. Always remember that although I may sign off of every single episode, I never sign out of your life. You know how to find me. I'm here.